KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzei Torah. You are listening to the Erev Shabbat program, Erev Shabbat Kodesh. Kaf, Tevet, Parashat Shmot. The Erev Shabbat program is Lilui Nishmat, Shlomo Yosef Ben Chaim Shmuel. And it is dedicated to the Refuah, of Aaron Yoshua ben Chaya Shoshana, an officer in the Israeli army who immediately after his wedding was taken back to his soldiers to um, to command them in uh, the Gaza Strip and uh, was injured uh, mortally and is now in a more stable state uh, in the hospital and our prayers are with him to be able to return to full health and return to his wife who probably misses him very much. Um, Life has an ability to turn everything on its head In a second. Um, today, in at work in Jerusalem, the air raid siren went off, and uh, <coughs> different reactions and different people, different places. My rationalistic uh, side, which kept me in my office, and. Uh, made me stay put, said this is a false alarm because they haven't been shooting anywhere near Jerusalem. They'd be crazy to shoot to Jerusalem in any case. There's too many of their people there also, even though they don't seem to care too much about their own people. Um, uh, but anyway, mostly they, they haven't, they, when you're talking about 40 kilometers and Jerusalem is much farther than 40 kilometers. Another part of me was looking out the window and waiting to see the rockets fall because this shocking uh, but true ability to know that things could change and what we thought was could be taken for granted can no longer be taken for granted. And certainly the people of Ashdod and Be'er Sheva and all the new cities that became prominent in the news over the last several weeks since this uh, um, war in the Gaza Strip has taken place where uh, rockets have been hitting cities that have never been hit before, their reality of being able to step out of their house freely, go wherever they want to, be certain that everybody will come home safely, and not have to know what is the status of their safe, safe room, what is the status of uh, their underground shelter, if they have one or not, they don't need to know. Suddenly, they needed to know, and they needed to, they needed to know crucially, and... Uh, Children haven't been in school for weeks as a result. Reality can change in in a minute. And what we knew as reality in the past can suddenly no longer be the reality. And uh, a student of mine approached me just several minutes ago to to tell me that his grandmother passed away and... 
she was uh, not, a, not a young woman, an 84-year-old woman, but a woman who was working 8 to 12 hours a day as a seamstress. And on Sunday, everything changed, and by Sunday night, she passed away. And the reality of knowing that you have a grandmother and uh, the reality of him returning from Israel to America and that reality being not there anymore and nothing there was no warning there was no way to anticipate this some people are sick and we we know that they're sick and we know that our time is limited with them and we prepare ourselves mentally and and spiritually for the inevitable and, and in that sense we're prepared and in this case as in what we were talking about reality can change on us instantaneously and everything can be different and the reality that we knew before no longer exists and uh, this is one of the motivations for the Ramam to write that uh, you should constantly be living in a state of tshuva can't uh, be planning on doing tshuva at a later more convenient stage of life because who knows if that later stage of life will even, that opportunity will even be given to us. Who knows if it's there. Now is reality. Now is the only thing that matters. And and this is where we come into Parsha Shavua. Because we've given a very pessimistic um view of the ability of everything to change instantaneously and in a short amount of time and and we gave all these negative examples of that your city which was previously a safe city to walk around can be a city that's bombarded by rockets or it's not exactly safe to be walking out in the streets or losing a loved one suddenly, and all of these examples. But in fact, in Parsha Shmot, Sefer Shmot as a whole, we are faced with a new type of reality change. And <clears throat> that is the reality change of Gula, of that everything can be different. A nation that is a, uh, a dynasty in the world that it has slaves, there's no reason to believe that anything should ever change, that those slaves should ever be freed. And and Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't believe this. And all of Paragimel, where Moshe first meets God, Moshe is hesitant, unbelieving, unsure, He's speaking to God. This is not about modesty. He understands that God is taking out the Nisra out of Mitzrayim. Is almost saying, how? How is this going to happen? How could this possibly happen? And here he is speaking to God. How many of us have had that opportunity? And he's still not able to grasp this possibility that God has can change everything in an instant. And the empire 
could be brought down to its knees within a matter of whatever timing you want to say, several months, a year, by no army, but by God bringing this down to its knees, and the slave nation walks out. That's what can happen. Everything can change. And here we have our reservation, as we've discussed in the past. Did B'nai Israel, did B'nai Israel change as a result of this change in their reality, or did they? Were they stuck with a slave mentality? Were they stuck always in Egypt, where everything was taken care of for them, where they didn't have to be responsible? they were slaves but they didn't have to be responsible they didn't have any obligations free of mitzvot something that they displayed throughout the midbar and their inability to accept the reality that they were in and their desire to constantly return to mitzrayim something that we can't imagine why one would want to go back to a state of slavery, but sometimes a state of slavery is easier than a state of responsibility. And we balance, and we've talked about this in the past, we balance between these two seemingly contradictory notions. On the one hand, We as human beings, it's hard for us to change so quickly. We are... We, we behave in patterns that we develop over long periods of time. It's hard to break out of patterns. It's hard to develop new patterns. On the other hand... this clear message of Geulah, of redemption, that says things can change quickly. And this brings me to something that I've thought about many times over the years, that, and I believe I've discussed this in some way or another in the past, one of the 13 principles of faith according to the Rambam is the belief in the coming of the Mashiach and the belief that he could come at any day. And somehow I always say that way out there in the Middle Ages when the Jews were all in Europe and in North Africa and in all different places that they were, where redemption was only a pipe dream, the Jews returning to Israel, it was a ridiculous notion, it had no relationship to reality whatsoever. The belief in Mashiach in that context was easy because it demanded something supernatural and miraculous. And that's believable. Because there's no way the Jewish people are returning to Israel 
But God says we're going to return to Israel. So that's God's responsibility already. He could bring the Mashiach tomorrow, and all the stories about the Chafetz Chaim making sure, or whoever it was in the story, making sure that his wife has his Shabbos clothes right after Motei Shabbat has her fix them, because it's true Shabbos is only in six days, but if the Mashiach comes in the next minute or two, I need my clothes fixed right now. The closer we go through, and the, lo- the longer that we go through a process of redemption, a long-term process, where we battle and we try to solve our problems, the more we, on the one hand, believe that there is a, there's a movement, there's change in reality that, that is moving towards the redemption, and it becomes a more believable end, the redemption. On the other hand, because we're going through the process, we believe more and more in the process and the need for the process. And once we become believers in the process, we cease to believe that something can change suddenly. And it's a balance because it's complicated, because there have been times where things happen suddenly. Didn't exactly catch. There's an opportunity when things change suddenly, but it demands that people suddenly change their behavior, break out of patterns of behavior. Something up in Israel when they got out of Mitzrayim suddenly failed to do. Something that perhaps the Jewish people in Israel in modern times didn't exactly understand the full moment and the full possibilities of what happened after the 1967 war. And then we go back to long processes. So as Jews, we work through processes, we change over long periods of time, but we know and we believe that it is in the hands of God to suddenly change our reality. We know that He can change our reality for the worse. And we know and pray that He will change our reality for the better, suddenly. And we hope and pray that if God does change our reality for the better, suddenly, and He eases things for us, that we take advantage of this. We don't relegate ourselves to our old patterns of behavior. We don't relegate ourselves to the same thing that we were doing before. But we take the opportunity, we seize the moment, and run with it. And perhaps, in this sense, this is our belief in the coming of Mashiach every day, more so that our shirts should all have their buttons on them. But we prepare ourselves mentally that if an opportunity comes to us, a unique opportunity, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity comes our way, whether on a personal level or on a national level in the sense of redemption and the sense of coming of Mashiach, that we prepare ourselves to know that it's hard to change suddenly, but if we're given a sudden opportunity, perhaps we have to prepare ourselves to be willing to change, just as God was willing to change reality for us for the better, we should be able to react to this change with a sudden change of our own. Perhaps that's our belief in Mashiach. 
perhaps that's our belief in the fact that Mashiach could come at any day, that this is not just a belief, but this is a responsibility as well. It's a responsibility to be willing that if the opportunity comes, to seize the opportunity to change in respect to the change that God has given us, we're willing to change as well. And on that note, may the people in the south of the country know no more rocket launches into their homes, into their neighborhoods, into their cities. May their underground shelters become dusty again and dirty again and become storage areas again. And may their reality change for the better. May all of our realities change for the better on an individual level and on a national level as well. Shabbat Shalom. Keep up with the prayers for the for the soldiers. Shabbat Shalom.